Hey guys, you are listening to the English Made Simple show. This is episode number 214, number 214, numero 214. Welcome, amigos y amigas. Welcome to the English Made Simple show. This is Milena, your host at EnglishMadeSimple.net, EnglishMadeSimple.net. How is it going? How is everybody doing? Good? Hope you're well. Uh, <laughs> if you can uh, tell by the sound of my voice, I, <laughs> I lost my voice. <laughs> uh, I was sick. I got a cold, which is very ironic because there, were, there was a heat wave in Adelaide yesterday. Now, if you're listening to this in uh, January of 2019, it is summertime in Australia uh, and it can get pretty hot here anyway. And the reason I lost my voice is because I stocked up on ice cream, I stocked up on cold drinks uh, and what else that I got the air conditioning on. And all of that has contributed to me losing my voice. So I have a deeper voice today. So anyhow, uh, I've been staying in Melbourne for a couple of weeks and uh, just when I arrived back in Adelaide, we get this heat wave uh, and yeah, it's just been crazy, crazy. You can't do anything in that heat. It was 46.6 degrees Celsius. So what's a girl to do, you know? That's why I stocked up on all this ice cream and I decided to stay indoors. That's how you get cold. <laughs> Anyway, enough about me and the weather. So today's episode is dedicated to those who live overseas, uh, who live in an English-speaking country such as New Zealand, Australia, the US, UK or Canada. And uh, it's dedicated to you guys if you feel that you're not so confident at speaking in English when you're visiting all these English-speaking countries. So you could even be traveling and you are struggling to express yourself in English when you're traveling. So to all of you guys, perhaps you are finding it difficult to communicate in English or to express yourself in English. So this episode is for you. And why did I decide to create this episode? Well, funny you should ask. <laughs> I'll tell you a true story very soon. Before I tell you my story, before I share it with you, I uh, just want to say that perhaps, you know, you're finding it difficult to communicate in English or to express yourself in English because maybe you don't have the right vocabulary to uh, play with or you don't have the right number of words to, uh, to use every day to help you express yourself uh, better in English. So anyway, let me share this story with you. About 15 years ago, I was told that I sound rude or arrogant when I uh, spoke English back then and my reply to that person was like mm, you say it like it's a bad thing I sound arrogant you say it like it's a bad thing <laughs> what do you mean I sound arrogant arrogance is my middle name <laughs> no but uh, all jokes aside people uh, yes it's a true story one of my colleagues uh, about 15 years ago told me I sound a little bit rude and arrogant because I'm very abrupt when I construct sentences. I'm very short in my sentences and I'm very direct when I talk, when I speak with someone. I don't beat around the bush. That's actually an expression 
to beat around the bush means to go around the topic instead of being very direct and go straight to the topic. So sometimes people get offended, you know, when you're being very direct, uh, when you say it like it is. So this happened, you know, a while ago now, 15 years ago, and it was at the time when I didn't have that right vocabulary. I didn't uh, use the right phrases. I didn't know what phrases to use uh, that could have helped me express myself better with my colleagues. And of course, I didn't mean to sound rude or arrogant with anybody. I didn't I didn't know I was actually coming across that way. So as you can imagine, this affected my confidence in general. And I remember I would get nervous when speaking in English with native speakers. I imagine you would too. Um, I would always be self-conscious of how I spoke every time I spoke with somebody. So yeah, some people do get offended when you're being too direct or you state something that's obvious and you're not being like, mm, little, you know, you sound a bit inconsiderate, I should say. And you don't mean to hurt anyone. Uh, you just say it like it is, you know, that's it. Uh, this can happen when you're around your friends. You know, maybe you are not aware, but uh, you're being direct with your friends. Uh, it can happen, uh, you know, with your colleagues, like it happened to me. Uh, the reason for today's episode is because I met someone here in Australia who is not a local, okay? He's uh, he's from overseas. He's a migrant. He's working in Australia. And he is actually originally from South America, I'm not going to use his real name for this episode, so let's use my imaginary friend Carlos's name as an alias. So if you are currently listening to this show and you are currently uh, in an English-speaking country, listen up, this episode is for you. And if you're someone who uses English for work, this episode is also for you. Let me go straight into it, guys. So, we all love to watch Hollywood movies, right? Maybe a bit of Marvel action, you know, Punisher and all the, and the rest of them. Uh, maybe you grew up playing video games where characters use slang words to express themselves and you think, oh, okay, well, this is normal. Uh, is this normal? <laughs> is this how people really talk? Uh, is this how native speakers really talk? And then you start to copy those characters. You start to mimic their style of speaking. Because you thought, well, this is how people talk in English. This is uh, English, right? So if Brad Pitt, for example, can say the word bullshit, I can too. You know what I mean? Right? Wrong. Okay? Wrong, amigos. So you can use some words you learn in the movies when you're watching movies, for example. But please... Check the meaning of those words before using them face-to-face -face with native speakers. Unless you're very familiar with those people that you are interacting with every day, just be aware of what type of words you actually use. So in my example, I want to share with you, Carlos, uh, my imaginary friend Carlos, was at work discussing a project with a couple of colleagues. They needed to find a solution to a problem. One of his colleagues suggested a solution, but Carlos interrupted and said, Bullshit. <laughs> People around him raised eyebrows. They were like, what? Was he joking? Was he joking, they thought, to themselves? Is this guy okay? 
Mm, they will let this one go. They will forgive him uh, this one time. So the colleagues will not tell him that what he said was not right. It wasn't very nice. Because some native speakers think that it is actually rude to correct someone's English. Native speakers are too polite and they don't want to uh, embarrass you or make you feel uncomfortable if they start correcting your English. So don't expect to have someone correct your English um, in the middle of a sentence, for example. So Carlos didn't know if what he had said sounded okay or not. He just, you know, heard it on the TV and he just thought, mm, okay, I can say that. What should have Carlos said to his colleague? He should have said, sorry, I have to disagree with you. That's one way to state your uh, opinion if you are disagreeing with somebody. Sorry, I have to disagree with you. Or, I am inclined to disagree. Another way Carlos could have expressed his opinion, I guess, uh, he could have said this. While I think your suggestion is good, I do think there is a better solution. Okay? Instead of saying, bullshit. <laughs> See, this sounds better than a simple bullshit. Hopefully I don't get uh, marked on iTunes for saying this word, bullshit. Okay, <laughs> so when would you use the word bullshit, you might be wondering. Okay, you would use the word bullshit when you're arguing with somebody. When you're really arguing, when you're verbally in a confrontation with someone and you want to insult that person. So my advice is don't use it with your colleagues or your friends who get offended easily, okay? It's not a nice to say to someone you've just met. Well, I hope that's crystal clear. I'm sure most of you will know what to say in that situation. Now, what other words may sound offensive to someone? Hmm, let me see. There is the word uh, what, okay? Everyone's familiar with this word? What? W-H-A-T. If someone asks you a question and you didn't understand it, you can't say what? You can't say that to that person, what? You have to be more polite than that, okay? You can't simply say, ke or what? <laughs> say, uh, sorry, what was that? Or, sorry, can you please repeat that, okay? And also, you're familiar with these phrases too. So, instead of saying, uh, asking someone to repeat by saying, what? Simply say, can you please repeat that? Or, sorry, what was that? Okay, let me see. There's another word uh, that you need to be careful using, and that word is want. W-A-N-T. For example, I want you to finish the project by Friday. Mm, it sounds very demanding when someone says that, doesn't it? I want you to finish the project by Friday. It sounds very bossy. The correct way would be to say, I would like you to finish the project by Friday. And guess what, amigos y amigas, I have covered some more words uh, to help you sound more polite when speaking in English uh, in some past episodes, in the following two episodes, I think. Episode number 8008, how to order food politely. And then there was another episode 039, how to ask questions politely. Great. So how does that all sound? Good. I hope you guys remember these phrases. And also, some magic words for you to remember are please and thank you and sorry, okay? If you remember these three phrases, then you will be fine. Nobody's going to get mad at you. 
cool bananas uh, hopefully you got all of this and you can practice these examples that i shared with you in today's episode just another thing before we finish today's episode if you have plans to travel and study english in australia in 2019 but don't know how to get here then please go to englishmadesimple.net slash study to get in touch with the team at Tour Studies. They will help you organize the visa, accommodation and insurance so you can come here to learn English and travel around Australia. They speak uh, Spanish and English fluently. And that link again is englishmadesimple.net slash study. Also, if you've missed out on the masterclass this week, the next one is starting in February. Keep your ears and eyes open. Hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Thanks again for joining me today. You've been an amazing audience as always. And you've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. Have an awesome rest of the week. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Mm-hmm.